D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast with your hosts, Karen and Dan. Alright, welcome to the D&D Character Lab, a show that's based around the one thing we as players cannot resist. Compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Every week, we each bring a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of published content and scoring against our predefined table of criteria. Is then up to us to use our own personal charisma modifiers to convince one another that our baby is better. So this week, we're doing something a little different. We're referencing pages 96 and 97 in the Dungeon Master's Guide. They have some uh, evil archetypes. Couple, only two. So, so we, there is exactly a couple. <laughs> there are a couple. And uh, we went ahead and decided who was going to do what, uh, but we don't know anything else. Well, I'm Garen. And I'm Dan. And we got our evil babies in the lab today. Uh, we also have something else going on here. I have bought some cantrip candles, the sampler pack, and we've got before us the Blackhound Tavern candle. It is smelling like firewood and whiskey. Let me get it. And it pairs wonderfully with the whiskey we're drinking. With actual whiskey, yeah, yes. That smells wonderful. Uh, this is not a sponsorship at all. I just really liked what this guy was doing, and I wanted to buy some of his candles. Can't trip candles. If you don't know how to spell can't trip, you shouldn't be playing D&D. <laughs> so look them up. Uh, this candle smells fantastic. Dan, as we go into episode nine, we're still tied. And can I tell you, like, going forward, I really want to change that. And I don't want to be the one who's losing. So oh, okay, well. for the next several episodes, I'm just going to come at you so hard. You know, I'm coming off a, a victory with Weck the Tortle. Yeah, it's true. And That's I'm going to ride that. Okay. I'm going to go for two in a row. Okay. Well, let's see what you got. You want me to go first? Yeah, absolutely. First is not the worst when it comes to evil characters. Deep beneath the oceans, there live creatures, monsters, and humanoids. And one young triton made it his life's goal to shepherd ships along the ocean's surface. He would lead them to their destination. He would fight off monsters if necessary. He did it for pay. So he, he was a contractor? He was a mercenary, yes. Oh, very cool. Okay. Yes. This is a this is a a noble contractor. Yeah, also obviously skilled in doing his own taxes at that point. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, mer the Triton taxes. The Triton taxes they they get pretty steep. Okay. Uh, a lot of electrum, a lot of copper to account for. You know, you can get a really, you got to round them down sometimes. Sometimes you got to water them down. Exactly. <laughs> but he always accept payment up front because he did the job and he was good at it. He kept the ships alive. He knew how to get the ships to their locations. One time, Dan, one time the ship did him dirty. An evil pirate captain with a crew that included a shifty Kenku. Uh-huh. This evil pirate captain did not only not pay Ladas, the Triton, he tried to run him down. And in doing so, he killed the beast which Ladas rode through the ocean. Which is what? A walrus. <laughs> Menacing, man. Ladas's pet walrus, Kiss, K-Y-S. You cannot convince me that this is menacing. His name is Kiss and it's a walrus. He was killed when the ship hit him. And Ladas lost all faith in everything that he had stood for as a mercenary, which of course they're very noble. And he broke his oath, literally, and became an evil oathbreaker paladin and used his new necromantic powers to bring Kiss back to life so that may he ride upon that noble, he, lot of nobility he, here. He, he rides a zombie walrus? That's right. All right, well, I'm somewhat sold at this point, so... <laughs> awesome 
I'll tell you right now, I got walrus stats. <laughs> and that's what's going to get me this victory. Cool. All right. Dan, who is your evil character? I'm going to introduce you to Sil Kra. He was uh, reigning in the mist cliffs of Cholt. He spent most of his early adult years as a prominent religious leader in the Averial Domain, praising dedication and service to Erdri Faina. Well, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, if you're not who, aware... If who you're not, or what is that? It, well, she is the queen of the Averial. Queen of, queen of Ariel? No, the Averial. No, the Averial. Uh, Ariel's more your thing with the Triton. Ladas knows Ariel. Oh, okay. Gotcha. They were very close until he lost his way. He almost had a shot with her at one point. <laughs> then she became a human. It was a big, messy thing. He was well, not... A, it, was, it might actually be one of the things that drove him to what ha- happened. <laughs> Sil was... Sil was seen as a prophet of Airdrie, and his word... Um, was guiding many of the scriptures of this domain. He was known as a profound healer of the church, curing ailments previously seen as fatal or debilitating in Chult, and he did it through spiritual and magical means. As Sill's following in Chult grew, uh, he relocated to a temple that could better accommodate his congregation, and after this move, Sill... He had to trade up to a megachurch? Oh, yeah. yeah tomb, a tomb in Chult. Uh, so he, after this move, he, he began to slowly kind of alter his message, right? And his tones grew darker, and there were even reports of ceremonies of rising the dead. Did this guy start a cult? Mm. He did! Uh, one dark morning, Sill had his largest congregation to date present to hear his message. Uh, though there were no survivors, it was reported that he harnessed powers of death and murdered everyone in the congregation in the name of Nerul, the god of death, darkness, and murder in the underworld. Oh, got a murder. Yeah. That's about as bad as it gets. Yeah. He was uh, he was not seen again since that day, but apparently has been residing in the underworld for the past 100 years. Uh, Your character has been living in the underworld for 100 years. How did they know that? There's legend. This is guy's oh, legend. legend. Legend has it. And he's harnessing powers of death and destruction, praising the almighty Nerul. Killed all those guys, huh? Yeah, killed his whole congregation, yeah. But, on you know, he thought that it was thought that it was the right thing to do. Okay. And how did he kill him? Uh, so was it Kool Aid? He, 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 no, he, har- well, no, 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 not that kind of church. But, oh. uh, yeah, no, he harnessed powers of death, used necrotic energy, chill energy, flame energy. So I will introduce you to Silkra, the Aracocra cleric. Oh, bird person. Yes, he is a bird person. Oh. Yes. So we got Merman versus bird person. Yes. So I could see following him, though. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would, I would respect a guy like that right mm-hmm. away. Yeah. And so he was always evil? No. He was cloaking it? So the Aarakocra actually do um, worship this Airdrie Faenia, the queen of the Averial, which is their domain. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is based so, in somewhat... So both of our guys lost their way. They did. Uh, this guy, yeah, moved to a temple in Chult. And I don't know if it sounds familiar to anybody. Uh-huh. A temple in Chult, and then everybody died. You see... I think we're doing something very nice here already is we're establishing that you're not born evil. That's right. It's all about your environment. That's right. And if a pirate kills your walrus or if you move to the wrong part of town and demonic voices start talking to you, that's what's going to happen. We're on the record. You can tweet at us. We believe it's nurture, not nature. Got it? That's right. All right. But you know what Ladas's nature is? What's that? Winning this game. Let's hear it. What do you got in melee? What do you got in melee? Ladas wields a halberd. And that mighty weapon is, it's a 1d10 with reach, plus that 3 strength. He's got that plus 7 to hit. He's got those two attacks. And he's got great weapon fighting. So if he rolls poorly on his damage attacks, he gets to re-roll. 1d10 plus what? 3. 
three gets to do it twice. Yep. With okay. with reach. With reach, so it gets 10, 10 feet. Yeah, there's nowhere in the ocean you can run. Mm -hmm. Or on land. He can go on land, too. What are the restrictions for land? For him, there are not many restrictions. Kiss the walrus is much slower on land. <laughs> uh, Kiss only has five movement speed when on land. But 30 in the water. But Ladas is 30 and 30. Okay. Um, he doesn't love land, but he can deal with it. If anything, it pisses him off more. So no race restrictions to keep him in water or anything like that. He can walk around land and do Walk around all he wants. Okay. He breathes air and water. Okay. Plus well, two. No. Yes. God, no. Plus, no. What? Absolutely not. So 1d10. We're at level 9 now, so this is... We're getting into the more serious things. All you're bringing to the table with melee is a 1d10 that you can attack twice with reach. And if I roll poorly on damage, I get to re-roll. Yeah, but what, what's your what's your modifier on attack rolls? You said plus 7? Plus 3. Plus 3 on attack rolls? Roll well, plus 7 to hit. Oh, plus 7 to hit. Okay. All right. At, it's still not plus 2 because you're not dealing out any more than a maximum of 26 damage in one turn. So? So you have two attacks. You should be able to do more than that at level 9. What are you arguing? Okay, well... Don't I, you dare say plus 2. I'm Don't you a, dare say plus 2. Bring in a plus your, 2. Oh, no, you are not. Bring in a plus 2. All right. I'm going to preface this. I have a strength of 10. However... This is this is ridiculous. However, on a successful melee... This is a kangaroo court. <laughs> on a successful melee weapon attack, I deal out an additional 23 necrotic damage as part of Channel Divinity Touch of Death. Also, uh, I have... You're, you're messing up the magic on. damage and the hold real on. damage no, again. No, 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 no. This is not magic damage, my friend. This is all part of melee. Necrotic damage is magic damage. This is all part of melee. I also have Divine Strike, which deals out an extra 1d8 necrotic damage on a successful melee attack. I can use that once per turn. So, I have a potential for 39 damage per successful Warhammer attack. 1d8 bludgeoning with a plus 4 to hit. That is not... You can't do that every single time. I sure can. Every single time? Sure can. This is ridiculous. That's magic damage. No, it's not. It's all part of a melee attack. I did my research on previous episodes in melee attack that have magic attached to them. We counted as melee, so we're gonna go, we're gonna do that again. You did. You are, and you still lost that one. You want to lose this one too? Uh, so the plus two. Uh, you, so plus two on both sides. No, you're getting a one. That's what? look at what I'm dealing out. So you get two two turns, right? You get two turns, and you do a maximum of twenty six damage. I deal out thirty nine damage maximum on one turn. I am not stopping the show to double check all this, but I, 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 you bet I'll be tweeting the bejesus out of this <laughs> if I fact check this and this isn't right. You're getting your plus two now, but it's not over. Do your fact checks. Do you ranged at all? I have a crossbow, five, plus five to hit, 1d8 plus one piercing. I'm arguing a plus one. No. What do you want? What do 1d8 you... plus one? Yeah. No. I think no, 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 no. I'm arguing a plus one. I throw javelins, which is a 1d6 plus three, and I have a plus seven to hit. 1d6 plus two, 3. Two attacks. 1d6 plus 3. Two attacks. <laughs> Do you have two attacks? Because you don't. No, I don't, but I, I can deal out a maximum of nine damage, and so can you. Yeah, but I can attack twice. Or you're not getting a plus one. You're just going down to straight numbers like you did on Melee. Ugh. You threw it to straight numbers right in my face. Throwing straight numbers back at what you. What did you record yourself as for Melee? I didn't... I didn't. I wrote a one. Look, okay. there's a one. All right, okay. And now I'm getting a one, and you're getting a zero. Fine. And that's right. generous. Fair, fair, fair. Let's go. You only have one thing to offer. Because I got, I got a lot to go on. Dead even. Dead I, even I got going into lot, burn. I got a, go, a lot to burn? go on. You want burn? This is where I put all my magic damage. Go ahead. I got magic weapon, which is a spell that will give me plus one to hit and damage on all of my attacks. How many spell slots do you have? I can cast it three times. That's a second level spell. Per long rest? Yeah, of course per long rest. That's how magic works. <laughs> what have you been doing this whole time? I have inflict wounds. First level spell, four slots. Whoa, 
First level spell, 3d10 necrotic damage. First level spell, crazy man. Do you know any other first level spells that do 3d10? No, to be fair, that's, that's a lot of damage. Yeah, it is. I have Hellish Rebuke, mm -hmm. 2d10 fire damage. And that's it. Okay. That's, that's a it. plus one easy. Yeah, it's a plus one. I wrote plus two, but no, as I say it out loud, that's a plus one. That's a plus one. <laughs> I'm glad you acknowledge that because that's what I was going to give you. I, on the other hand, I'm a specialist of death. My cleric spells ignore necrotic damage resistance. I have Reaper, which means that my cantrips that are meant to target just one creature can target two within five feet. I, I took the spell sniper feat. Uh, which it's a good feat. It's a great feat. Yeah, attack spells have twice the range, ignore half and three-quarter cover. Um, and then you also learn a cantrip that requires an attack roll. So I took uh, Firebolt, uh, theming it as harnessing the fire and fury of hell. I also have Flame Strike, Chill Touch, Guiding Bolt, Geese? How do you pronounce that? You have Geese? Yeah, Geese, Geese. Like Hong Kong Geese? Sure. Well, it deals out 5d10 psychic damage to a creature that does not follow your commands. It's probably Geese. It's, yeah, it's spelled uh, G-E-A-S. G-E-A-S? Yeah, that might be a typo in Orc Pub. Uh, so I'm going to- Geese? Yeah. That's not a thing. I have. Uh, I think you made that up. I have guys, which uh, deals out five d ten psychic damage to a creature that does not follow my command. So I cast this spell. I tell them what to do. If they don't do it, five d ten psychic damage. I also have insect plague and spiritual weapon. Plus two. I wasn't listening to part of that. You got me really thrown off with the geese and the guys. Yeah, guys. Which is not getting edited out. I'm going to find out what that is. Probably grease. It's not grease. God damn it! It's not grease. All right, so that's an easy plus two. Yeah, it's um, an easy plus two. You're not even arguing with me. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about control because this is long. All right. I'm gonna well, go. then get me to the important part. All right. Destroy undead. Destroys a CR1. Uh, yeah. Challenge rating one or less creature who fails on a turn save. Animate the dead. Creates an undead servant out of a corpse or combatant. They can ra I can raise up to five at a time. They can guard and they can attack. I have augury which tells the results of a planned course of action within the next 30 minutes. So I can ask, and they'll tell me what happens. Banishment sends a creature to a different plane of existence. I chose the plane of air in the Forgotten Realm, where an angry air Drifaina knows that I sent them and awaits for them for one minute. Bestow curse, disadvantage on saves or attacks amongst other options. Cloud kill obscures the area, causes 5d8 poison damage to those whom pass through it. Command must succeed on a wisdom save or follow a command on its next turn. Commune, ask a deity up to three questions to get a yes or no answer. Contagion, infects the combatant upon a successful melee attack with a failed con save throw and lasts up to seven days. Guardian of Faith makes a guardian appear and may deal up to 60 radiant damage before disappearing. Detect evil and good. Daylight, create food and water, control water, continual flame, create or destroy water. How many Death spell slots do you have? This is getting ridiculous. Death ward, detect magic, find traps, geese? Guys? Oh boy. Uh, insect plague, locate creature, locate object, hold person, ray of enfeeblement, ray of sickness, blindness or deafness, speak with dead, water walk, and zone of truth. And that's just some. Did you just read the spell book? I mean, what was that? Yeah, that's... It was ridiculous. It How is. How many spell slots do you have? So I have four first level, three second level, three third level, three fourth level, and one fifth level spell. Okay, that's a lot of spell slots. Yep. That's an easy plus two. That is so much control. This is the most control I've ever had with any character. Some of those don't apply to control. This I is... Mean, oh augury, my god. Augury is more smooth operator to me control so you're gonna tell me if i ask a deity a yes or three yes or how no long questions. does it take to cast that spell because i believe aug is augury instantaneous if it is i'll retract my argument <laughs> flip 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 yeah it takes one minute it takes one minute to cast you can't do that in the middle of combat oh no i'm sorry it's instant Inst Damn it. instantaneous lasts up to one minute so uh, i can talk i can talk to that deity for a minute me and him we have a little chat 
You just read them your list. Yeah. And bore them the Jesus out of them. No, there's a lot of control here. So there's a lot of control there. Control freak, baby. All right, plus two. Thank you. So <sighs> what do you have in control? I also have Anime Dead. I have some other things you said, but I've included them for later because I find them more important in other categories. Okay. I also have Crown of Madness, Dispel Magic, and Control Undead. Uh-huh. So I can animate dead and do what you did, but I can also just see an undead guy and be like, hey, you're my guy now. He fails his wisdom save, and he's officially my guy. For 24 hours, he becomes my guy. Sweet. And I, that's my channel divinity. So unless I break it with another channel sounds divinity. Like, sounds like you're putting a lot of cushion on this because you're asking for a plus two. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you're not getting it. I'm getting a plus two. No, you're getting these a plus one. These controls are very controlled. Plus one. You, you have good control, but it's uh, not quite a paragraph. Plus one, baby. I'm getting my first plus two in this next one here. Hear it. Tankiness. Yep. I have an AC of 16. I have 108 hit points. I have resistant to cold damage, immune to disease. I can cast Shield of Faith for a plus two to my AC. And I ride a walrus. What about the walrus? Well, he's got an AC of 12 because he's a walrus. I mean, come on. But he's got 58 hit he points. He got hit by a boat. He's not He's not exactly hard to kill. He's got 50. Well, now, now he's wisened up. Boats aren't going to get him anymore. He's undead, right? He's undead, yeah. Does he have any disadvantage? Like, what are what's his stat block? What's an undead walrus stat block? Did you He's make this up? He's got 58 hit points. You made this up? If you want to make your own walrus at home, I nerfed an elephant. <laughs> All right, cool. I took an elephant and I brought him down. Yeah. Okay? That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's justified. So I lowered his strength and his con. I actually bumped his wisdom and charisma because I find I find walruses much more appealing than elephants. Wait, wise wait, elephants like are. It's so only wise. an eight. Get they're off. So, they're so wise. All right. Anyways, no. Apparently not. What am I talking about here? Tankiness. I think I deserve a plus two. It's uh, it's it's pretty good. I I'll, also have lay of hands. I'm gonna. Make I can you, lay my hands I'm, on myself for I'm, forty-five hit points. I'm gonna make you roll it. You're gonna make me roll this one. Yep. That's justified, but I think I'm gonna get it. What's my charisma on this guy? Sixteen. So I need to roll a fourteen or better. Yep. To get my plus two. Here it goes. That's not, oh! that's not gonna happen. Plus Another one. one. Get ones across the board if you're. So my tankiness, I'm arguing a plus two. I have an AC of 17. I have false life, which allows for 1d4 plus 24 max temporary hit points when I cast it. I have greater restoration, mass cure wounds, mass healing word, prayer of healing, protection from energy, animate the dead, anti life shell, and dispel evil. How many good. spells are you allowed to know? Well. See that's because this spell list is ridiculous. Well, right, it's it's cleric. So it, it, prepared versus known is different, right? So this is what you have known. This is not what you have prepared. I haven't prepared a spell list. Uh huh. Because a cleric has infinite possibilities. This is a kangaroo court. I'm working off a prepared no, spell list here. This is this is you're working off a prepared spell list. Yes, I I pick the number of spells I have based on my paladin level halved rounded down plus my charisma modifier. So well, that's these why are, I these are all the spells. Nine spells. I mean, when you go to plus my oathbreaker spells, but you can switch them up. See, that's your fault. Like this is these are all things that I can do. Your spell lists just keep getting longer and longer. They, they, I can do all this stuff in a campaign. You're it's, just reading the entire. I'm not. Spell I'm not list. doing one after. Oh, after I wake up from a long rest, this is the only spell I've got. Oh, I've got all this stuff. Well, we're trying to keep this in some sort of microcosm. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm arguing a plus two because of all that. What do you say? Well, I can't argue with that, but there's a greater <laughs> problem at, at hand here. Hey, man, level nine cleric. All right, you know what? If you're going to do that, I need to go back to melee for a moment. Okay. And I need to get my plus two on melee. Because I forgot that <laughs> as I ride a walrus named Kiss, he can make attacks. And he has a gore attack with a plus seven to hit, 3d8 plus five piercing damage. 
and he has a smother attack, which I made up. Perfectly fair though, you'll see this is totally balanced. He basically does a grapple check against the against someone in melee range. You're you're bringing in you're bringing in homebrew and third party content now. The second week in a row, I you're great. You're reading off every cleric spell known to man. This is fair. Hold on, rules a minute. are out the window. Hold in this on studio. a minute. Known is is totally within the wheelhouse of a cleric. You Can I just tell spells. you about smother? <laughs> Yeah, plug your homebrew content, bruh. Everybody thinks he's cool. If you want to play a walrus, you do a grapple check. Strength versus the target's dex. But the target has advantage on the dex because walruses are very big and slow. That's fair. And if, they're, they're known for their dexterity, too. Because they've got fingers. You're not listening. The other guy has dex. Oh, gotcha. Your okay. strength versus their dex. Okay, yeah. Walruses are strong. If you still manage to smother them, 2d8 bludgeoning damage per round but they can always make a strength check at the end of every round to try and escape so you just throw your big fat body on top of it and two, not two kiss d- 2d8 2d8 bludgeoning damage which i think <laughs> is a little low because I, I pers- i'm doing 3d8 pierce i personally think this hasn't been play tested and i think it's dumb so we're gonna throw it out but i can have my plus two on melee I mean, the gore attack's all right, I guess. Yeah, I mean, go, go ahead. Take the plus two. I mean, you know, you and, forgot your animal. You and your animal. as my feet is mounted combatant. Yeah. I actually took a feat for him being able to ride this walrus. And you forgot to include it in melee. Exactly. Okay, get your plus two. My walrus has advantage on melee attacks against creatures smaller than it. For the record. Which are most things because walruses are huge. For the record, unprecedented that we revisit a previous category. Get your plus two and never happen again. No, it's not. I think it happened like right off the bat. Okay. I think I did it in episode one where everybody calls always, me a cheater anyway. Always cheating. Always cheating. All right, so ally assist. Here comes. I'm arguing a plus two. I have bless, beacon of hope. Which gives advantage on... If you read any of those... Advantage, rest of us, advantage on wisdom and death saving throws, mass cure wounds, lesser restoration, mass healing words, find traps, guidance, protection from evil and good, protection from poison, purify food and drink, revivify, remove curse, sanctuary, shield of earth, spirit, guardians, and I have a plus seven to medicine checks. Plus two. This, this, this whole episode doesn't count. None of this counts. You're mad because you want to break the tie. I'm breaking the tie. You are breaking the tie. Yeah. Yeah, and this and this is just uh, a total. And also, you're mad because I'm beating you with your favorite class. For the record, Garen's favorite class is the cleric. Because how fantastic gets, is this character? He gets huge chubbies for these. <laughs> huge chubs. This death bird person. Yeah. I I came into into this episode with the thing that I thought was the coolest thing I've come up with yet. But cool is not worth a quantifiable point. All right. X Factor, by the way. Which we've never accounted for. We always talk about X Factor. Where are those X Factor points going? That's that's up to the audience. Now, tell me what you have for ally assist. Lay on a hands. 45 hit points. Aura of Protection, which gives a bonus, a plus three, a charisma bonus to all ally saves if they're within range of me. Aura of Hate, which gives plus three to fiends and undead allies on their damage. Revivify, which I have it. resurrects. Yep. And I have Compelled Duel, which would draw attention away from my friends. All my bad boy friends. Mm-hmm. Plus two. Argu- arguable smooth operator, but yeah. Plus two. Plus one, yeah. Plus, plus two. Plus one. Plus, plus, two. plus one, definitely. You, you, you have... Uh, I have 45 healing points. Yeah. I also have Mass Cure Wounds, Lesser plus, Restoration, plus, Mass Healing plus, Word. Plus two. No. You're just dying for it. Plus one. Ability Balance. Yeah, what do you have? Plus one, which I will accept... Ladas has a strength of 16, dex of 12, constitution of 14, intelligence of 10, wisdom of 10, charisma of 16. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying this wouldn't be a plus two because I still feel at level nine, even though he's had two ability checks, Mountain Combatant didn't give him any ability points. Yeah. I only upped his ability points once. 
So I feel like this is actually kind of low for a level 9 character. He doesn't have any plus 4 modifiers, so I'm willing to accept this as a plus 1. Okay, well, I think that's all fair. And it's, Don't you dare it's, say it's, plus 2. No, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a, a balanced character, and the, the spellcasting modifiers, charisma, and you have a 16 there. I'm arguing a plus 1 as well. I have great balance. I have a strength of 10, dexterity of 12, constitution of 14, intelligence of 13, wisdom of 16, charisma of 12. The reason I'm arguing a plus one and not a plus two is because I did take that feat uh, that allowed me to have that wizard cantrip and that uses an intelligence modifier, which is a plus one. However, uh, I have four proficiencies um, in arcana, history, medicine, and persuasion. That's all I got. I, I, yeah, I, I'm not going to argue this. Yeah, super that's balanced. that's fine. I think you're I think you're in the same boat as I am as far as uh, seeing the writing on the wall with that. Okay, what do you have for friendly charisma? Smooth operator. Well, I got divine sense, which I, I can track. I'm going to pause you for a minute. I wish you could see his face right now. He's so disheartened. He came in real excited about this paladin. Somebody, please tell me that you would love to play with a, a zombie walrus named Kiss, and this was just it was would be a victory for me. All right. <laughs> Zone of Truth, Divine Sense, Dispel Magic, Persuasion of plus seven, Deception of plus three. I'm arguing a plus two. <laughs> a plus? No! Somebody's got to think I get a plus two on anything around here. A plus one. You get one. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good... Why? Because you're... Zone of Truth is the ultimate. It is. No, that's great. Zone of Truth is great. However, your your proficiencies where you're saying, I have plus three. I have a plus seven of Persuasion. Plus seven of Persuasion. That's you, a lot. What about Deception? Plus three. Plus three. It's good. Roll me a roll me a roll me a persuasion check. Hey, roll me a persuasion check and you get the plus two. Okay. Uh, I have a DC fifteen. Alright. I think you've been rather unfair to me that this character is incredible and he could really handle just about any situation. Roll and let deck. me just convince you with that. Yeah, he rolled a twelve. He modified gets modified nineteen. Yeah, he gets it. Alright. Uh I had to role play the persuasion. Yeah, you did you did. Poorly. Uh, Go ahead. I, I'm arguing zero. I have a plus one modifier to my charisma, but I have a plus five to my persuasion checks. Zero. That's it? Zero. No, that's a minus one. Well, I listen now. That's almost a minus two. No. That's almost no, 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 no. I have plus five to persuasion. Now, the other thing, I, I have all the regular You know charisma. what? I'm going to make you roll this for the minus two. Okay. Let's, uh, so the minus two, I need to roll a... Wait, what am I arguing? I said you get a... You wanted a zero. Yeah. I'm saying you get a minus one. Okay, so I'm going to roll for the zero. What do I, I have to roll a 12. 12. Okay, so I need 11 or better. This is it. Get your minus one. Get your negative on the board. Yes! All right, minus one. Roll a I three. I a three. That is not going to help me. Okay. That is not going to win this for me. Unless you have nothing to offer for spitting fire. Negative two. <gasps> you got nothing? Nothing. I have a strength of zero modifier, yeah. Oh, you are choking on this. Yep. Like the Cubs do almost all the time. End of the game, minus two. What do you have? Falling down. I'm arguing a plus two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to turn the tides here. Well, it's a plus two already on my paper. Look at that. Whoa, yeah. I came into this. Let's hear it. I got that anime dead, control dead. That's a mind blower, if that happens. I wrote walrus. You, you wrote walrus? <laughs> I have a walrus. I'm riding a zombie walrus, which I think... might. Some might think it's cute. No one would think that's cute. It might be. He has got a gash running up the back of his head. His skull is split down either hide, just flapping. Especially when he's out of the water, it flaps. It flaps? Yes, from when that keel smashed him in the back of the noggin. Uh-huh. So his, his skull just what, flaps. What sound does he make? Like, undead walrus has got to be a frightening sound. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> not, yeah. Oh, and there's snot? There's snot. So much snot. 
One of his one of his tux is broken. His tux? Yes. He's in a tux? <laughs> it's broken. Oh my god. Alright, so you have a walrus and you have animate dead. And bestow curse and an intimidation of plus seven and athletics of plus seven. That's a that's a solid plus, plus two. It's a solid plus one. We both one. said plus two. It's a solid plus I one. I think we both said plus two. It's a it's a plus one. No, but he's, you, in, a, you have good... but he's in a tusk. <laughs> This yeah, time I said tusk. That's a great no. It's a great plus one, and I'll give it to you. All right, drum roll, please. Oh wait, no. We'll go to X Factor before I get ahead of myself. Because you want to hear the score, I'm sure you do. I do. I have not edited it up at all. I actually feel like it's it's not that close. It might be close. <laughs> we'll find out. Well, so for X Factor, I'm arguing he's 140 years old. This dude has ratty feathers. Like. He is disgusting looking. Mm -hmm. Okay? He is arguably a god. He is a prophet. Arguably a god? Well, what he's, does that even mean? He's 140 years old and he's a prophet of the undead god, right? He, yeah, but don't elves live to be 400? Well, he's arguably a god. <laughs> he's, uh, and you know, he harnesses the power of death. I really feel like you could, you could spin this and you don't necessarily have to do this in an evil campaign. You could totally play this character. In a, in a normal campaign, he just harnesses the powers of death. He might be uh, like a chaotic neutral, mm -hmm. but I, I don't necessarily see that he has to be evil. I did theme him as evil, but I mean, he killed his whole congregation. He did. That's pretty evil. That's pretty evil. I mean, it's hard to hang out with a couple of guys after that. It is. It is. I mean, and how does the campaign even start? He comes. He just steps out of hell, and he's like, "Hey, rogue. Hey, druid. I'm your boy now." Well, and people, you know, people like know of him, but have not seen him in in a hundred years. Oh. So yeah, he's this this that would be a crazy theming for the beginning of the campaign. Yeah, yeah. So what do you what do you have for X Factor? I ride a zombie walrus in a tux. That's yeah. Yeah, and I just think that this merman who didn't really he didn't really have strong values right off the bat because he was a mercenary, uh, but those were even broken because we see what was really important to him was his relationship with Kiss. And also the fact that can Ariel he, snuffed can him. Can he get no? But can he get backstage tickets to a concert with Kiss or no? No, no. And that's another thing. Can that I really meet Gene Simmons? No, no, no right, not at all. Well, I think, guys, if you are scoring X Factor at home, minus two. Oh, really? Can't can't even get backstage tickets. With but they're Gene. a little long in the tooth. Like that's still such a draw. Nah, I don't know. All right, it's cool. It's cool. He character. can sing Kiss from a Rose a cappella. Oh, that's hey, I like it. All right, what, he so, sticks a rose in the flappy skull of his walrus. And it dies immediately, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, drum roll. Dan? Yeah, you won. I won 11 to 8. You gave me all those ones across the board. You accepted that negative 2 at the end. That's what really swung it in my favor. I have won it's fair. this match. But this was a good match. I really thought I was losing this the whole time. I, you I were racking up twos across the board. You had yeah. the one zero, but you kept going two, 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 two. And you blew it on the back end. I did, yeah. He doesn't have strong charisma, but uh, he is a prophet of uh, the god of murder and death, so I don't imagine he's very charismatic. So, good game. Have you I, ever played an evil character? I haven't. I haven't either, no. I think these would be fun. These are, No, this would be a lot of fun. I, we'd love to hear from you guys. If you've ever played an evil campaign, tweet at us, email us. We'd love to hear your stories. If you have the time, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, on SoundCloud, uh, in Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, it helps increase our visibility and uh, gets our message and our annoying voices out to more D&D fans. Yeah, and if you want to hear more of our annoying voices, we'll be back next week with episode 10, where we're going to be doing something different again. 
Yeah, we're gonna. We're just gonna be. Everything's different from now on. We right. don't know what each episode's gonna bring. It's gonna be mixing it up. And episode ten, we're bringing back our favorite losers. That is true. So it's gonna be a little bit of sentimental. Actually, there's gonna be a lot of sentimental uh, yes. moments here. Because I know who I want to bring back. For I have 10. a good feeling. Yeah, I have a good feeling. I, I, yeah. And they both lost their episodes, and we'll see who is a double loser. And I think <laughs> it's gonna be you. Because I'm keeping this streak you're break, alive You're now. breaking the tie. Breaking it. All right. So, uh, and also, if you guys want to check out um, our new website, it's dndcharacterlab.com. We have some uh, original playtest material that we're going to be posting every Monday. We started um, on October 2nd. Uh, we think that you guys will really enjoy it. Uh, and if you have any comments about that, shoot us an email, shoot us a tweet. We'd love to hear from you guys, especially with suggestions to change anything or, or if you enjoyed it or whatever. We're just happy that to be a part of the community. We're just happy to be here. Yeah, we are. We're the, we'll stand in the corner at the party. We're just happy to be invited. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a tavern with this cantrip candle. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> well, we'll see you guys for episode 10. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Garen. And I'm Dan. Remember, it doesn't have to be optimized. It just has to be fun. Have a good week, guys. This has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DND Character Lab. Or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. <laughs>